on today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. That person can have a whole lot of stuff piled onto them. And, you know, um, they can have all kinds of issues and disorders that go on to that. But, you know, with infidelity, it can be a lot of things, but mostly for the repair of it, which is how we all, we started the question. Repair of infidelity can be once you uncover all those layers and, and fix that layer and foundation, um, then you can go back to try to start building your trust again, because um, infidelity is going to more than likely break the trust of a, of a relationship. This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit BlackGirlsGettingTheirShiftTogether.com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one-on-one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. A Tribe Vibe is a twist on Ladies' Night, focusing on self-care for Black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra Retwist your locks and realign your chakras Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis Celestial body, drink your water Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order Levitate, tribe of Ashanti Black girl magic, melanin popping Whether you ratchet or lavish whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm a Black girl who's still trying to get her shift together, and I hope you all come along on the ride with me. But each week, I have relevant topics that I promise to deliver some great guests, like tonight. But tonight, we're doing something a little different. Uh, I'm streaming from about three different places, three different destinations. So if you see me doing this a lot, it's because of the multi-stream. If you are listening on the replay, make sure and type replay in the comments. If you're visiting for the first time, just put first timer. And if you know me, 
tell your girl hello. It's okay. Also, please make sure and go to blackgirlsgettingtheirshifttogether.com as well as um, sign up and subscribe for all my audio podcasts. All you have to do is just put in Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together and give your girl a five-star review. I know you're watching and it's okay, please. All right. Also, if you like anything that you're hearing tonight, please make sure and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Again, Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together, it'll come right up. That way you can know of all notifications whenever I have a dynamic topic coming up. So tonight I have a dynamic guest. She was on last month and I enjoyed her so much. She did it so well, we had to do it twice. So tonight I have the lovely Dr. Cassandra Parks Evans. She's going to come on. I'm about to get you out of the waiting room, Dr. Sand. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. I know there's a delay and I'm sorry, but I can still hear you just fine. No worries. No worries. We're going to get right into it. So for those who have not seen Dr. Cassandra when she was on last time, we did an episode on intimacy and how to build it with yourself as well as your spouse. But tonight we're going to have some after dark sex talk. And guess what? She's a sex therapist. All right, let's get right into it. We already have some comments already coming in. We have have another guest that's been on. I will just put what he has on. (laughs) Well, you do what you got to do. Um, As long as everybody's consenting adults, no animals or children are involved, you do what you need to do. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and yeah, we'll talk about him later. He's a funny guy. I actually like him a lot. Good. Actually, here's a, a tidbit for people who do not know. Jay Hamilton that was on, he was my first guest of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. He's a therapist here. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get right into it, Dr. Sin. Um, we're going to start talking. Can you give a brief description on how you became a sex therapist? Yes. Well, I like to go by sex coach and consultant because I, um, if, which they need to go back and watch the first one, the first time I was on, um, you learned that, um, I, I like the fight of it all. I like the, you know, the day ins, the day outs. And, you know, I kind of equate it to like a football team. You know, there's the owner, which to me is kind of like the counselor. You see them every once in a while, you know, they kind of ask you what's going on and, you know, they they give you what they think and then you kind of move on. But it's the coach that's there when you're playing a sport, you know, day in, day out, making sure that your mind state is right, making sure you're eating, making sure you're doing your exercises. So that's why I kind of like being more of the coach consultant um side of it It, but i i love just you know making sure people love the way that they need to be loved Mm, that 
that's amazing. And coaches are needed. They are. Yes. Help yes. you propel forward. Yes. So let's get into it. Sex therapy. What is it? Well, sex therapy is a number of things. It can be the part that, you know, you're having some sexual issues, meaning that uh, you may feel like you're thinking about sex too much, which could be possibly sexual addiction. Um, it could be the the performance anxiety. You know, you may have had sexual trauma in the past. And this goes for females and males, you know. Um, it's very prevalent with both sexes. So it may be something like performance anxiety, you know, from a previous trauma. Um, it can be something as far as incompatibility, you know, with your partner, or it, it can just be sexual aversion. So there's a number of things that a therapist can work with you about. Um, but can you explain all, what sexual aversion is? Yes. Um, well, when we talk about incompatibility, most people think that we're just being um in general terms of you know not being able to you know somebody's libidos off you know or something like that but um uh, as as far as sexual aversion it it who see you you trying to make me go into everything right now but um, oh i'm sorry i didn't know i never heard of sexual aversion that, that's okay um a lot of people haven't and what it does is it, it's a type of uh behavioral therapy um that is um you know exposes you to different stimuli um you know from to why being uh, i Okay, how can I put this in layman's terms? It is like, um, it, it's a disorder. Um, I, I have to be careful with this because, you know, I, I don't want to be like I'm giving diagnosis. That's why I said, how oh, can well, I explain we can this? Skip, and, we can skip no, over no, no, that. No, no um, it, it's just mostly about anxiety level and exposing people to, you know, anxiety producing stimuli while giving them relaxation exercises. So, you know, oh. it, it's, um, it, it goes in different ways and different things, but that that's the general term of it. Interesting. I yes. never heard of it. Yes, it kind of goes with um, sexual discomfort, sexual trauma. Um, again, you know, performing anxiety sometimes has sexual aversion disorder. Um, you know, it, it it it's involved in creating a hierarchy of sexual um, activities that provoke uh, intimacy levels and anxiety levels, and exposing them to them and giving you ways to work through them. Mm. That's, the, that's the cleanest way I could say it without making it seem like I'm giving a diagnosis. Got it. Got it. So who would be a good candidate? And yeah, who would be a good candidate for sexual um, uh, coaching? Um, well, anybody who needs coaching or therapy, um, it, it, it depends on your comfort level. I'll say that. Um, therapy is very good as well as coaching. And therapy is... Um, sometimes we do have the anxiety factor with it. So you might want to go to a psychologist um, so you can maybe talk through your issues, but sometimes they may find that you need something further as far as medication. Then you would have to go to a psychiatrist. Um, but it, I would always start with a medical professional. You can try to talk 
just basic stuff with your PCP and let them recommend what they think um, to you. And, you know, maybe they will give you a number to a, a psychologist or a psychiatrist, or they may, you know, tell you to look in alternative methods, you know, such as coaching or consulting. Um, some people have the stigma of uh, therapy, meaning, you know, mm. it, it sounds mental health like it, it, it's feels heavy but you know mm -hmm. coaching they're more open to because it is an alter uh, alternative health medicine i'm learning so much already <laughs> well good that's why we're here to talk so this may sound ignorant on my end but i just assume that sex therapy or coaching would be for couples and so i was i was reading some articles preparing for you and it can be for individuals yes hmm. yes and it's very important to um you know work on yourself because what happens is um you want to be the best person that you can be for a relationship and you know um again i i'll always say this too i cannot say it anymore um with a relationship especially a romantic relationship that person should compliment you and not complete you meaning mm -hmm. you know you should try to come to the relationship as whole as possible you know um if you want somebody to give 100 percent, you have to be 100 percent yourself so you know that's mm -hmm. why i always tell people if you have a breakup or something that's damaging in a relationship go seek um therapy or coaching or whatever that makes you feel comfortable because you need to get those feelings out and you need to know how to deal with them so um mm -hmm. and it sometimes can roll into you know your sexual needs and your sexual wants so it's also good as an individual to go and seek that out to get that together so you can go back to your relationship a little bit of a better person Mm. And while you're talking, that reminds me of that movie, I can't remember, with Tom Cruise. It was a, a movie a long time ago. And his love interest, you know what I'm about to say? Um, was it Eyes Wide Shut? No. No. Was that the movie? Um, um, Magno. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, it's at the tip of my tongue. I, I believe. Show I me the money. You all in the comments listening, if you know the movie I'm talking about when Cuba Gooding Jr. says, show me the money. Oh, Jerry Maguire. There we go. You can tell I don't watch movies. I'm horrible. <laughs> I don't but either. I... So don't feel bad. Side note, you know the last movie I saw? What? Was Black Panther. Now I'm going to need you to. But wait, there's more. And before that, the last movie I saw was Dreamgirls with Beyonce. <laughs> well, do you watch them at home? No. <laughs> I don't. That's because I... you're too busy getting money. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> well, good. But in that movie, Tom Cruise's love interest, she said, you complete me. Yeah. I feel whole when I'm with you. But back then, you know, I didn't have the mindset that I have now. So, mm -hmm. of course, I was like, oh, my God, this is so lovely. But you're right. You have to work on being whole instead of waiting for someone to complete you. You know, you, you're right. You come to the table with your whatever your 100 percent is. Right. 
And you know, the thing that I always, you know, the, my golden rule with any relationship is do unto others what you want done to you. That's like the old Bible scripture, you know, if you want somebody to come with you, uh, come to you with their stuff together, you know, mm -hmm. emotional issues in check, you know, physical mm -hmm. issues in check, you know, you should be able to go to the, another person and be the same way, you know? So it's important to always work on ourselves and always work on our goals because when we work on our goals and our visions and our dreams, it always gives us something to strive for and always to be better about. Mm, facts on facts. I like that. Have you ever had a couple that will come in and they're, their sexual compatibility compatibility was so off yes yes i have and um it it was difficult to get them on track but they finally did get on track and you can get on track yes but without sacrificing yourself now there's gonna have to be compromises on both sides you know there there has to be compromises because they're in order for your partner to meet you to what is acceptable to you, you have to be what's acceptable to them as well. You know, again, this is a, a 100, 100%, you know, type, type of giving. You can't give 50% and expect somebody else to give 100 because you're only going to get, by the law of averages, 75. Yeah, that's kind of good, but it's still kind of, you know, Either way, you know, like when we was in school, you get one more C, you gonna, you might fail, you know? So you have to think of it like that. And when it comes to incompatibility, especially when it comes to sexually, you have to, there's going to have to be some compromise. There's going to have to be some things that are done. Now, the incompatibility could be from a number of reasons. We got to get the stem of the reasons. Is it stress? Mm -hmm. You know, is it a trust issue because someone has, you know, had infidelity um right. and and you know infidelity can come in all forms and fashions you know um you know it could be financial it can be physical it can be emotionally you know, how many times have we read on tiktok or her uh, you know the little stories you know when somebody's in there crying and they talking about you know that she went through somebody's phone and found all these messages and the person may not have physically had sex with them, but they found all these messages. That's emotional infidelity as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So we, we got to understand um, what our boundaries are when it comes to relationships and what is infidelity and what is not. So that can be a, one cause of incompatibility. Um, it can just be something physical as well, you know, with men, especially when you get the after 30, you know, now it's getting kind of younger. It can be. Is it? Yes, it could be ED, you know, because what happens is ED is not necessarily, um, you know, hormonal. It can be, but it, it can be stress. You know, it's all about blood flow and, and, and moving parts. So, you know, it, it can be stress, you know, from a work or a job or life. And same with women, you know, we get tired, you know, you may have three kids that you have to look after, you know, mm -hmm. that are under the age of five and you got to cook dinner and you're working from home and, you know, you're tired and you may not feel like being physical yeah. with your, spouse so 
there's a number of issues that can go on with incompatibility but what we have to do is we have to find the root of it whether it's physical emotional mental whatever it is and work through those issues and then you know try to rebuild the um from there Mm. can you go a little can you explain about financial infidelity oh yes that's a good one you know it's that um Girl, I went to the mall and I bought them shoes and I had to put them in the back of the closet because he can't know that I spent that money. Or the dude that said, you know, I spent way too much money on these rims for my car. If my girl found out, she gonna trip. You know, it's the Starbucks, it's the nails, it's the hair, it's the J's that he's bought, you know. So when we talk in financial infidelity, it can be... You know, what's your credit looking like? Did you lie when you got together with the person, you know, and didn't tell them the truth about your financial situation? You know, it can be, you know, you spend too much money and you really need to go on a budget, you know, or you lied about how much you made and you don't make nearly as much as you portrayed that you did. And now you're in a financial struggle. So Mm. financial infidelity can be many levels. That's a lot. And, you know, I've heard this before. Well, the different scenarios, but I never put the term financial infidelity to it. Mm -hmm. I I never thought about it like that. Hi, Sorinthia. We have a hello for you as well, Dr. Smith. Hi. (laughs) Hello. But, you know, it's it's the whole thing of not telling the truth. Infidelity means not being true. Mm. So we where sometimes we're emotionally infidel uh have infidelity emotionally because we're not telling the truth about our feelings. You know, it's that Ooh. um and that's usually you know, before a divorce, a breakup, you know, um somebody's feeling very cold, very absent. Um, you know, they're, they're emotionally not there for you. So their, their feelings for you are not true. Um, wow. There's a lot of things that can go on with emotional infidelity as well. I never put a term to that either. I mean, I had my own layman's terms, but hearing it come from doctor, it makes sense. Yes. But you know, uh, uh, it comes point where a lot of us don't realize what's going on you know we we um we kind of live our day-to-day lives and we don't think about the little things and the technical term that it is for them mm-hmm. let's See, you go made back- me you made me talk technical terms i told you i didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm hungry for the knowledge <laughs> Well, I'm, I love giving it, you know, I just, I'm playing, of course, because, you know, yeah. I want to make sure that everybody gets the information that they need. And, you know, a lot of times it's the little things like this that we don't think of. And um, if I can help somebody learn anything, that's one thing that I want them to do. Yeah, because even though you will talk technical, you don't get so deep, you still make it understandable. Yes, and that and that was the big thing that we was talking about sexual aversion because that can get kind of heavy. 
So mm-hmm. I, I was trying to lighten it up as much as possible, but you know, mm-hmm. there's all these technical terms and people are like, huh, what? So I, I tried to describe it the best that I could in layman's terms without getting too heavy. So I, that's, that's my purpose. That's why I like being Dr. Sand versus, you know, being Dr. Cassandra Parks Evans, because I want to be relatable to you. You know, um, we, unless you went to you know school for this you know you're not really worried about the technical terms you're wondering what the information is and how you can get better so that's my purpose and that's one thing that i um you know my charge in life is to give you the information in bite-sized pieces so you can understand and we can get that uh get you to your goal that you need absolutely when you talk like initially it'll be a mountain, but you know how to serve it up in pebbles so that it's digestible. And I was like, okay. And side note, you didn't know this after our last live week we did together, I had a few inboxes. People were very intrigued about the intimacy conversation. Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thankful. Thank you so much. Yes. So let's go pivot back to the sexual infidelity can a couple bounce back from that? Yes, but it's going to take work. Um, you know, it didn't take, you know, instant to get in it. Uh, unfortunately, people think it is. Um, but it, it takes a moment to get into that because you have to have the mindset. You know, it's it's the, you know, well, will this person find out if I do this? And, you know, what? There's so many layers to that. And the first layer is why did you do it? You know, Um, and is it because you are insecure? Is it because, you know, you feel like that um, you're not getting your needs met sexually? Is it because you didn't tell the truth and allow your boundaries to be known in the beginning? You know, um, is it because you're somebody else is not being attentive to you and they're being cold and calculating Mm -hmm. and you don't know what's going on with them. So, you know, that's Mm -hmm. the first layer that it can be. It could be your sexual drive and desire. Are you um, hypersexual? If you are, you know, you need to go to therapy or coaching and and try to work through that. To Um, be hypersexual? Really? Yes. Um, Hypersexuality is a big, you know, it's a big issue. Um, you know, when we think about it, everything around us is really sexual and, you know, we can have thoughts at any moment thrown to us, even if we're just walking down the street, you know, it could be somebody in a tight dress. It can be, you know, an ad on television where the man is sitting there and he's got no shirt on. Um, you know, it can be just the littlest thing and, you know, anything that has to do you know, how many times have we heard, uh, um, you know, something on the radio and it was a little suggestive, you know, mm-hmm. and it's always around us. So there's anything that can spark that in any moment. And hypersexuality is, you know, it can be a disease. It can be a mental issue, you know, depending on how you want to define it. But, um, you know, there's always help for that, too, because, you know, that could be one area why somebody is, you know, has a different sex drive than somebody else and incompatibility. Wow. So there's, you know, that's a whole different lot of layers as well. Hmm. It makes sense. 
it, it makes sense. Could it be emotional as well? Doing it for external validation? Oh, very much so. Um, you know, a lot of people have um, affairs and infidelity because their self-esteem is damaged. Um, you know, it gives them- You mean before what, the actual act? Um, yes, yes. Um, mm. You know, it could be that they have low self-esteem about themselves. Um, and it makes them feel like, uh, you know, somebody actually wanted me. It can be who feels like they have too much of a self-esteem issue and feels like that they're old. They owe themselves to have anything that they want. Is that so, narc you know, vibes? It could be. It, you know, mm. that that person can have a whole lot of stuff piled on to them. And, you know... Um, they can have all kinds of issues and disorders that go on to that. But, you know, with infidelity, it can be a lot of things, but mostly for the repair of it, which is how we all restarted the question. Repair of infidelity right. can be once you uncover all those layers and, and fix that layer and foundation, um, then you can go back to try to start building your trust again because um, infidelity is going to more than likely break the trust of a, of a relationship. So that other person is going to need their trust um, rebuilt. And there's going to be things that need to go on. And um, if you're the person who broke the person's trust, you're going to have to understand that and work with them on that until they feel comfortable. Um, now, the person who got hurt, um, you know, I totally understand how you feel. But at this point, if you're going to try to move forward, then you need to try to do the steps to move forward. You can't stay stuck in that place because that's yes. not fair to that person. You know, you have to make a decision one way or the other. And I'm not saying that any decision that you make is right or wrong, but what you have to do is you have to make that decision, stand on it and try to move forward from there. Mm. Yeah, um, I think someone who is um, with their secure attach or mm, an anxious attachment, I think that that would be a person that would take a hell of a lot longer to <laughs> trust. Yes. And, it's and, just my and opinion. It's a, it can be, but, you know, sometimes when the person cheats, they understand what they did. It can be a wake-up call for them because um, say it is a person that has low self-esteem and they cheat and they see the devastation that they did to their partner. You know, that can be their wake-up call. Hey, you know, I need to get myself together because I need to ask myself why I really did this. You know, what? if it's... If it's sexual needs and gratifications, you know, maybe you need to go to therapy and and talk about that and figure out what is the sexual issue that you have against your partner where you felt like you needed to go outside of your relationship um you know if it is a self issue like self-esteem or something like that again you still need to go to therapy and try to figure out why you did that why is your self-esteem low why is you know 
all those why questions, maybe you can mm. get an answer to to build yourself back up. Do you feel bad about your self, you know, image? Do you feel bad about your self-worth? You know, have you seen somebody in the past cheat? You know, because it could be a learned behavior. So there's yes. many things that are that need to be uncovered with that as well. But realistically, wouldn't that come, that behavior, if someone is that hurt, seeing what the the damage that they've done from the infidelity, wouldn't that person have to have some emotional intelligence to feel that? What about the person who doesn't give a shit? (laughs) Well, yes and no, because again, that's going into that, that diagnosis thing. Say you have a personality disorder and you know, you're kind of detached from reality so to say and you think you know you may think everything that you do is great and it revolves around you and you know you can't do no wrong and it is what it is you deserve to be happy Mm. you know so it it could be it could be both ways i see so and, and we see the damage that it could do with the last president that we had in the United States, but that's a whole different story. Right. Well, uh, I have a question for you from one of our listeners. And guess what? Little known fact, he also is an alumni of Southwest DeKalb. Woo! Southwest DeKalb. Class of 93. (laughs) So Travis wants to know, do men and women cheat at the same time? At the same amount, there is a myth that men cheat more than women. Woo! Okay, I'm I'm give you the Doctor Sand version and not the Decatur Sand version. Can we have both versions? Yes. Which one? Let's do like Doctor Sand first. The Doctor Sand version is yes, both men and women cheat equally. Um, that hmm. is a myth. Um, you know, depending. Men cheat because they're not getting their sexual needs met most of the time. Most of the time. Like I said, that's not an all thing. But women cheat because they're not getting their emotions met most of the time. Mm. So it's that incompatibility as far as sexuality versus emotional most women will only cheat if they're emotionally damaged in some form or fashion i'm not saying all i'm not saying right right but most of the time if um there's a absence of uh, emotional emotional dependency um Mm. on a person can um you know, also cause cheating, you know, if they have an absence in their current relationship and they find dependency on someone else that can cause them to cheat. But it, it is a myth. Mm. Now the so, Sam version. That's what we want to hear. Yes. <laughs> is shouting. We both cheat the same, but no, it, it is a myth, but you know, <laughs> it, I love it. it. The shawty, it, it happens to both men and women. That, mm. That's the Decatur Sam version side. <laughs> and, well, and she, okay. She, she will also tell you to keep your, everybody keep their stuff tight so nobody have to step out. Yeah. With the table flip. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a running joke on this show. That is a run. So we may have to pivot a little bit because when I put on social media that this was the topic, yes. my DMs were popping. Okay. Well, you know, I'm here for it. Let me get my phone. I sure will. So, all right. One person wanted to know, how can she enjoy sex with her man who has a small penis? Ooh, that's a good one. Well, first of all. Hey, Queen Cole. I'm yes, listening. hi. Um, first of all, um, if she is with him, it, it's more than a sexual thing. There is, of course, there is an emotional attachment. Well, so, can men understand that? Oh, I can just go on a deep dive with that, but go ahead. No, go ahead. We, 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 we look. Oh, we got, we got time. We got 25 minutes. I can talk fast. <laughs> For them to understand you know, for us to be with you, like we really like you. Yeah. And you know, most of the time, um, again, again, most of the time, if a woman is sleeping with someone, it's, there's an emotional attachment there. You know, Mm -hmm. she likes them. She, they did something that, you know, makes her feel magnificent. And I'm not saying men don't, but we know men can, detach from their feelings a little bit more than women can sometimes. Mm, Interesting. So on the flip side, another person wanted to know, she says she thinks she's a size queen and she wants to know where could the genesis of that be? And for those who do not know, if you can explain a size queen. Ooh, um, Can you do Dr. Sin and then yes. Sin from Southwest to Cat? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I just thought about it. We we got to finish the first question first Ooh, because yes. we, we kind of glazed over it. But um, as far as um, dealing with a man with a small penis, first of all, um, again, mm-hmm. you know, if she's with him, there's an emotional attachment there. But mm-hmm. um, what I can say is there are a number of toys that you can use to enhance your sexual experience if you're not satisfied sexually. And I said if. Um, just because he has a small penis does not necessarily mean that you're not enjoying the experience. Um, but if you would like to incorporate toys in there, there are ex- uh, penis extenders. Mm-hmm. Um, there are pumps, as your friend um <laughs> said earlier that you can right. do to enlarge um there's also um you know different techniques and and positions that you can use um there's also things that you can use collectively as a toy uh, meaning like um you know uh vibration toys um mm-hmm. or you may want to just use um a dildo or mm-hmm. a vibrator if you want the vibration of course but you know just just do different things and and use different items to enhance your sex life as well how would a woman present that to her man with his ego um there is a a lot of ways that we can do that too mm-hmm. um one way is always watch tv 
and um, you know usually when you're watching a show um, it's usually a little bit of a relaxed situation you're watching it for information or entertainment so if you're watching it for entertainment um, more than likely there's going to be some sort of commercial and, and we all know there's either some sort of commercial or, or movie will have some you know sexual reference to it mm -hmm. that's always a good way to kind of slide that in you know especially mm -hmm. like um if you're watching tv you know late night mm -hmm. there's all kinds of trojan commercials or you know condom commercials that's an excellent time to bring that up um you know and the later that you go sometimes you'll see the the sex stores will have mm -hmm. a you know some sort of discount or something like that shameless plug you can come to my um, website and buy them from my site as well but that's a whole different story hey <laughs> that's what we want <laughs> and for those this is the website right here correct yes but um you know you you can um, bringing up then, you know, oh, that is interesting. Maybe, you know, we might want to try that. Would you be interested in trying something like that? And then um, what you can do is let your partner lead first. Um, so they feel like they have a say so in it because some men feel like that sex toys are quote unquote taking over. You know, we've seen the memes about the woman with the roses now. And, you know, we've seen on, on TikTok people talking about them and, you know, the Instagram memes and stuff like that. So if you let your partner take the charge on it, then they feel more included. Sometimes you, you can feel excluded um, when um, a partner introduces a sex toy so try to make it cohesive try to make it fun you know um maybe they don't understand how it works and you know maybe if you worked with them on it and show them how it works or how they can be involved in it they'll be more open to it but if your partner does does not like it and kind of wants to decline it you have to understand that that may be a new subject for them that they're not understanding at the moment and you may want to revisit it at another time mm. yeah that's a touchy question and um queen cole said yes she's heard that also and good point get them involved i do agree with that to get yes. them involved so it can be cohesive yes and it made it fun you know it um you, it, it can build anticipation. Uh, a lot of times anticipation is a wonderful thing when it comes to a sexual relationship because it, mm -hmm. you know, it, it gives you that new feeling, you know, like when you first was, you know, touching and grabbing and kissing right. and all that other stuff. So it can bring back those feelings. And not only that, um, you know, it, it, it's a bonding moment, whether people want to believe it or not, it helps bond you because you're doing something together as a unit. You know, anytime that you're doing something together as a unit, whether you're learning something new or doing something that you've done a thousand times, like cooking or something like that, it's always a new and special moment. So you should mm -hmm. understand that and take that and embrace that. Mm. Okay. I like it. I do like it. It, it seems like you just really have to, uh, excuse the pun, but really slow stroke the conversation <laughs> yes you know.
thank you for joining me on this episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. If anything you heard today made your soul vibrate, please like, comment, and share this episode with two of your friends. Thank you and I love you all. Just for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Or a doctor, red wine or vodka Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra Retwist your locks and realign your chakras Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip Adjust your crown, you God's gift to the world, sis Celestial body, drink your water Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order Levitate, tribe of Ashanti Black girl magic, melanin popping Whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage You a gift and a treasure You got to love a black girl getting a shift together Black girls are getting they shift together. These black girls getting they shift together, man. These black girls are getting they shift together. These black girls getting they shift together, dog.